Finnegan's Wake, produced by Frequency Theatre. The wind came up and blew them in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan begin again. <laughs> there was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He kicked up an awful din again because they said he must not sing again. Poor old Michael Finnegan begin again. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He grew fat and then grew thin again. Then he died and had to begin again. Poor old Michael Finnegan begin again. We are here to celebrate in remembrance on this, the day of his burial, the life of Michael Finnegan, who never, to my knowledge, grew the whiskers on his chin. <laughs> but for Christians, burial is not the disposal of a thing. It is caring for a person. In burial, we're reminded that the body is not a shell, a husk tossed aside by the real person, the soul within. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But the body that remains still belongs to someone, someone we love, someone who will reclaim it one day. Reclaim it? Well, I for one do not want to be around on that day. Ah, now, Mr Price, the poor man's passed away. The poor man was an arse. Ah, now, his wife, his widow's just here. And I'm his ex-wife. What does that make me, his ex-widow? He's dead now, and that's an end to all that. Ah, well, you know, firstly, death is the end of man's earthly pilgrimage, of the time of grace and mercy which God offers him so as to work out his earthly life in keeping with the divine plan, and to decide his ultimate destiny. The second thing to remember is that our relationship with our dead Christian loved ones isn't dissolved by death. We pray for our dead in case they are in purgatory for a while and ask them to pray for us. God help those other poor souls sharing purgatory with him. That's all I can say. Ah, now... I know, I know. We're Catholics. He repents. He confesses all the beatings he gave me. The lost back teeth, the broken wrist, the split lips. It's all gone and forgotten. Forgiven. The spirit of forgiveness is a most wonderful and God-given gift that we must persevere Persevere? What do you think I did? Year after year, putting up with his violence, his drunkenness, his violent drunkenness. Yes, he was a terrible alcoholic, but he gave up drinking. He stopped entirely. He repented. Oh, yes. And then he left me. For her, he brought me to this God-forsaken country, to this God-forsaken dirty city, and then he left me. After everything I went through, he leaves me on my own in London with three kids and missing teeth, and not much else to show for me pain. Well, I wish I'd never met him. And I wish he'd never met you. Why not? Why want to stay with him after everything he put you through? Because we're married. No, you're not. He married me after you. You're not Catholic. We are. You can't just end a marriage at your own convenience. Isn't that right, Father? 
Ah, now, the poor man's dead. Poor man? Poor bloody man? He took all my money, everything I had, house, remortgage, everything. He owes me. He owes me too. He left you with nothing. He came away with nothing. He owes you nothing. Nothing? After all, he raised his bloody kids. Ah, please, remember, this is a wake. And what? We're here to celebrate this man's life. Well, I'm sure as hell not. Mrs Finnegan. Is he talking to me or you? Are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Mrs Finnegan. Mrs Finnegan, please, please. Which please was for me, Father O'Toole? I want my money back. Hear that, Finnegan? In purgatory, so you are. She wants her money back. I was talking to him. (laughs) I was talking to his business partner there. Mr Price, I'd like my money back. Please. I really do not think that we should be talking money at poor Finnegan's wake. Why not? She wants her money back, Mr. Price. And what makes you think there's any money left to give back? But the money was mine. And the teeth were mine. I want them back. And my dignity. And who's going to give me those things? <laughs> you think because he gave up drinking, he gave up hitting his wife and cheating and lying and stealing, don't you? He hit me plenty of times. And knocked out your teeth? Broke my jaw. <laughs> Didn't know that, did you? You did, though. Didn't you, Father O'Toole? You knew because of the confessions, didn't you? Ah, now. Confession, penitence, forgiveness. It's as easy as that, isn't it? But he didn't have the broken jaw. Or the missing teeth. He had the money and the affairs and the freedom of the forgiveness of his sins. You were one of his affairs. Yes, I know. Forgive me, Father. Do you forgive me? You forgave him, so why not me? You gave him his freedom to do these things. You can see that, can't you? Oh, lead the poor old priest out of this, can't you? No, no. It's a good question, a fair point. A devotional confession is the confession of venial sins, which is a means of growing perfect in the love of God and neighbour. It is a question of facing up to the harm we do when we sin against our Saviour. I tried with Michael, as I do with every sinning confessor, to help him take responsibility for what he'd done. To not only repent on a personal basis, but to suffer to make amends, to begin to change. Change? That's a laugh, so it is. But he was ready to change. He was beginning to repent truly. Well, I never saw any evidence of it. He was drunk when he died. Something must have upset him. Drunk? He was drunk? Yes, he was. The police told me. He was drunk when he went off the suicide bridge onto the Holloway Road. They told you? I am his wife. Or I was. So was I! Never mind about that. Oh, you don't mind about that, do you not, Mr Price? No, I I mean, let's concentrate on the fact that he was drunk. He was a troubled man. Aren't we all? Are you? Troubled about all the money you've got? Have I? What makes you think there's any money left in the business? We were finished. Finnegan was an arse. Ah, now then. He was an arse. You know it. Just as well as anyone, Father O'Toole. You heard all his confessions. But he was never a man to commit suicide. No, he wasn't. Ah, now you don't know that. Nobody knows what's in the heart of men but our Lord. Hurt! (laughs) That 
heartless bastard. Mrs Finnegan, might I remind you? You don't have to remind me of anything, Father. It's all here on the back of me jar and here locked inside me head for good. And so why are you still Mrs Finnegan? He was the father of my children. You never had any children, did you? No, I... We never... Well, he was perfectly capable, so he was. That he was. What do you mean? Nothing. No, what did you mean by that? But he was repentant. He was becoming repentant. Tell me, Mr Price, to what were you referring? It doesn't matter now. What matters is... What matters is everything that mattered before. What were you saying, Mr Price? Just... That Finnegan wouldn't have committed suicide. No, you were saying that he was capable of having children. Well, he was, obviously. more children. That's what you meant, Mr Price, wasn't it? Was it? I don't... I can't say. Say, Mr Price, say. You tell him, Father. Ah, no. I couldn't possibly... No, you tell us, Price. More children... No. No more children. But a pregnancy. Ah, now... You mean... She's pregnant, whoever she is? No, I don't mean that. I mean she was pregnant. (gasps) An abortion? No. A suicide. (gasps) She killed herself. She was a kid. A child. Not much more. He... Well, you can imagine what he did, how he made her feel, a little Catholic girl like that. The poor, stupid child took her own life. And he was responsible. And you knew this, Father? He confessed this to you? Confession is a sacrosanct ritual of faith, and I cannot... You knew. He was penitent, believe me. Not sure I believe in anything but justice. Justice, is it? Yes. He did all these things. The poor kid. Whoever she was, she might have been penitent enough to kill herself, but he wouldn't have had the courage or the commitment. And he was just too bloody vain. So did you kill him? Did you? Somebody did, I think. You then, Mr Bryce. How did you manage to get him drunk? I didn't, but somebody managed to get him to take a drink. After all these years, one drink would have done it. With an alcoholic like him, one drink, he'd have been back to it again. Who could have got him to take that first drink, do you think? The police certainly said he was full of whiskey and wine. Red wine. The blood of Christ? Ah, now then. He confessed everything to you, Father. I know he did. For years, ever since we first came to London, you heard it all, didn't you? And how did you know he was drunk when he died, Father? Yes, how did you know? No one saw him, supposedly, and the police only told me, no one else. Not even his ex-wife. How did you know, Father? The wafer, the wine. The wine. Red wine. Oh, my God. Forgive me. You murdered him. You got him drunk and you pushed him off the bridge. I was drunk too. And you? A priest? God forgive me. I have... Oh God. Please understand. He started to... 
He started to boast after his confession. He actually boasted about what he'd done. I was... We were very drunk. Yes, you were ill the day after he died. I saw you in the morning, but I didn't think you had a hangover. I couldn't bear it any longer. The empty contrition, the worsening sins. I'm weak. I gave in under the influence. Call the police. I'll tell them what happened. I must confess. I must. I must confess. You already have, Father. You have confessed. We hear your father. Mrs. Finnegan. Mrs. Finnegan. Forgive me. It was an act of sheer justice, Father O'Toole. An act of Christian kindness. Ah, now then. You are absolved. And there's the little issue of the insurance policy. Insurance Insurance policy? In the event of the death of one of the company partners, not a huge fortune. But a third of it will reimburse me and you, Mrs Finnegan, and you, Mrs Finnegan. It'll pay for some pretty damn good bridge work anyway. Oh, bridge work. Oh, that's a good one at Finnegan's Wake, eh, Father O'Toole? Bridge work! (laughs) There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. He grew whiskers on his chinnigan. The wind came up and blew them in again. The poor old Michael Finnegan began again. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. Then he died so he couldn't sin again. If he came back, we'd do him in. Michael Finnegan, begin again. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan. Then he died so he couldn't sin again. He came back, we do him in again. Poor old Michael Finnegan, begin again. Finnegan's Wake was directed by John Brindley and directed by Vicky Weitz. The cast featured Wendy Bailey as the first Mrs. Finnegan, Sean Notley as the second Mrs. Finnegan, Thomas Edwards as Father O'Toole, and Tim Freeman as Mr. Price. The music featured The Irish Girl by Patrick Doolan, Irish Lullaby by Chauncey Olcott, Nearer My God to Thee by Unknown Artists, and Colleen Bourne, sung by J.W. Mayers. This audio play was produced by Frequency Theatre.